0: Hi, Paris.
1: Hi, Fallon. How's it going?
0: It's uh, it's going great, you know? Uh, I just finished this book that I was reading, um, A Court of Wings well, and Ruin by Sarah J. Maas. <laughs> what forgot. one was that? What were you reading? <laughs> I
1: almost forgot the title. <laughs> I also just finished that book. Really? Um,
0: like like
1: 10 or
0: 15 minutes ago. <laughs> what what a fascinating coincidence because I, too, just finished it about 10 or 15 minutes ago. No. Truly, truly <laughs> remarkable. And I have to say, I am weary. I'm
1: weary. Truly, truly, weary. Truly, truly
0: weary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was such a great video that you sent me today. Fallon today sent me on Instagram this Um, person's story where they were recalling their tale of their trip to Trader Joe's and then it was like kind of a Trader Joe's haul but she started the video by saying I have just come back from TJ's and I am
0: weary Truly (laughs) Weary Yes She is a new comedian That I found um, And I adore her And uh, Her Instagram Is um, Blackdress Comedy And she Is uh, Also a host Of her own podcast With her husband I think it's called Couples Therapy I don't remember her name I'm gonna be honest I don't remember And I feel bad about it But she's hilarious And um, (laughs) You should all Follow her And uh, I also haven't Listened to her podcast um, Either But
1: uh, listen podcast? to that.
0: Yeah, she does. With her husband. Is it with her husband? Mm-hmm. Oh my
1: gosh. That's so cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So um they're hilarious. She's like, I can't even, I really enjoy her humor. It's fucking hilarious. So,
1: well, Fallon. Yes, ma'am. What are you drinking right now? Right now,
0: uh, you're gonna be ashamed, but that's okay. I am drinking. Uh, is, it a, is it
1: a mix again? Is no, it two ma'am. Different wines? Although
0: I did do that <laughs> this morning for some reason. So what? <laughs> I woke up and I had something like 300 pages of this book to read, and I'm a slow ass reader. So I had from like 9 a.m. till. 15 minutes ago to knock out the rest of this book that we were going to talk about today. And at some point in the morning, I think around 11, I was like, mm, you know what sounds good? Wine. So I opened a bo- <laughs> I opened one of the new bottles I bought of white wine that, uh, that is...
1: Could- yeah, You've only slow down your reading. I know,
0: I know. And you know, but like it was a worthwhile experiment. And I made the mistake of pouring like the remnants of my Costco brand LaCroix into the glass to make it like a spritzer. So you were having
1: like, yeah, wine spritzer. But it wasn't even good. 11 a.m. It, like it was like half, it wasn't
0: Paris, it was a mistake. Okay. It wasn't even a good wine spritzer because the, I think it was kind of flat. Um, so and, like was, the LaCroix was yeah, flat? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, dude. So um, you just had
1: like watered down wine.
0: <laughs> yeah, watered down white wine. Yeah, but this is, uh, Green Fin is the brand. I buy it from Trader Joe's and it is used uh, used with, <laughs> they make it with organic grapes and it's uh, from California and that's why I buy it because I'm from California, but I live in Arizona and I miss it and it's on fire right now. So <laughs> support. Um, yeah, but right so now I'm drinking, Oregon. I'm drinking their red in a mason jar and it also has a lot of ice in it. Again, I live in Arizona. Don't you dare judge me
1: could you could you hear my grin on the other <laughs> side oh my god yeah no i'm not no judgment you do whatever you want with your wine you purchase that with your money you can drink it however you goddamn damn want my to. whole
0: three and a half dollars god damn it <laughs> what are you drinking paris
1: um, I am drinking a red wine from the liquor store yes, around the corner,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it is... I had to go get a glass of water because it's really dry. It's really delicious, but it's um, it's a cab, and uh, I didn't realize uh, until I read the label, but it's like 18%. <laughs> Damn, So it's dude. like a really strong glass of wine. I've only had a few sips, and I'm already laughing, <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: So I may last longer than you, is what you're saying. It's a good thing because... It's
1: it's delicious,
0: though. You enjoy it. Baby, you enjoy it.
1: You told me to buy a nice bottle since we were going to be doing this episode, and this is a special book. It's a special book. Special bottle for
0: special book. We're breaking out the fancy stuff, as they would say. (laughs) I'm full of quotes because the um, material is fresh in my mind. <laughs> Good. <So laughs> Shall we begin? Is it fantasy time, Paris?
1: Ah, oh, it is fantasy time and fantasy time starts now.
0: <laughs> fantasy time starts now.
1: <laughs> Do you like boys with wings or maybe horns or tails? Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the lizard queen. <laughs> Do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters like maybe vampires? Do werewolves make you cream? Then welcome to our podcast, this is the place for you. Freaks and geeks are welcome and weebs will take you too. Fantasy time starts now, set sail to a land of books and joy. And big day. Okay, I'm fine. I have a glass of water and also a mug of water because the rest of our glasses are dirty and we don't have a dishwasher, so <laughs> I'm ready now.
0: And she's back. You sure? You're good? You <laughs> I'm got, ready, you have yeah. all your pr- no, I'm, provisions?
1: I, I got my shit together. I'm ready to go.
0: Okay, I'm really excited. <laughs> so yeah, I, you are right, Paris, that the um, acronym for a court of wings and ruin is um, ACOWAR. <laughs> Astute observation. Quite on brand, quite topical, quite relevant.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah,
0: no problem. So, again, another uh, summary and review. Although I feel like our summaries are really just retellings since we go into so much depth. Um, can't help myself. So, this time, since the book is so goddamn big, it's a 700 page monstrosity of. Uh, turmoil and Feyre's doubtful inner dialogue um, and musings on other people's shit Um, but since it's so big I'm gonna try and be more broad and not as specific that being said this is still 100% spoiler zone cue spoiler song
1: Uh, pew pew pew
0: pew So, um, (laughs) if you have not read this book and you don't want to know what happens inside of it, please do not listen to this. Please read the book. Give give Sarah J. Mass your money. Give artists your money. And then come back to us and then eventually give us your money in some way, shape, or form.
1: I would like that. I second what Fallon says. Please do that.
0: Cool. Thank you, Paris.
1: Yeah, I support you.
0: Thank you. I support you.
1: Thanks. Let's begin. Here comes a spoiler, so don't be mad, we've warned ya, you've only got yourself to blame if you keep on listening and learn some things that you really don't want to know. If so, then go.
0: Alright, so where we left off, Feyre. Is in the Supreme Court. She's pretending to still be in love with Tamlin and that Recent has been a bad, bad, naughty boy, and that somehow the King of Hibern was able to break the bond between them, and now she is free. And so, but really what she's doing is she's trying to undermine Tamlin's court from the inside out. And Vera's uh Fair is a
1: spy. She's a spy. And, and also the High Lady of the Night Court.
0: Yes. That is also true. Yeah. So she is, uh, she's booping and bopping on behalf of her true court <laughs> over there with recent.
1: The she's night
0: been court. Beep 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 beep. Court of dreams. <laughs> 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 court of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening uh right now so <clears throat> fair in the spring court right and uh you may be thinking well does she have to fuck tamlin that was my first thought no she doesn't because she that's what pretty- i thought
1: too exactly. i was like oh my god this is gonna be so awful
0: i know she she's doesn't gonna have actually to bone her. that dude which i was like i'd read about it but instead <laughs> sarah denied me that joy and uh <laughs> Feyre has been that would not the- <laughs> have been joyful <laughs> i'm not not joyful but Naughty, Exciting. It would it's a book. Naughty. I'm not it, affected. It would have been really naughty. It would have been really naughty if she would have had it. Th- I feel like it would have been more realistic, honestly. But that's just me. Uh, and so Feyre has been pretending that Reeson uh, abused her. Sexually abused her. And that is why she is not allowing Tamlin to touch her. Um, so he is like trying to keep a respectful distance, but at the same time, she's renegotiated their relationship. And so now she's allowed in <sighs> allowed wow. in, wow. That is my power. That's my that favorite was, power. That was
1: like a deep girthy one.
0: I felt it. I didn't expect it to be like that, but I felt it inside of my head. <laughs> You think if I were a fae, I'd have like sonic boom?
1: Maybe. That'd be a pretty cool power. Brady and I were talking about what superpowers we would have because we've been watching a lot of uh, My Hero Academia. It's like yeah. the anime we're watching right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he was like, yeah, your power would be like a really high-pitched note that you would sing and like it would make people's ears bleed. And I was like, well, what would your power be? And he's like, my power would be that I'd have a really big juicy ass and I would bounce everywhere that i go because I'm always telling Brady how like voluptuous and juicy his ass is. (laughs) And it's become this like meme between us that like I always come up and like squeeze his ass cheeks because they're just so juicy. And so he uh, interprets that as he must have a hidden superpower where he can bounce around on his butt and then like bounce things away from him with his butt. Like he'd be able to like inflate his butt and like bounce a car away.
0: I spit my wine everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Did you really? I did. I spit it. I got most of it in my cup, and then I drank it again. I
1: Delicious. drank, and my spit is still
0: kind of swilling around in the wine, but um, my, mm, I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to get up to fix it. You know that.
1: what? At least it's your spit. Like yeah. It could be someone else's and that would just be horrific.
0: I'd prefer it to be recent spit, but that's okay.
1: I would still drink it if it was,
0: if it was spit recent spit. His spit tastes like sugar water, I bet.
1: Absolutely. Or like Ugh. lemonade. Because like, he's always smelling like citrus in the sea. So it's like lemonade with a salted rim.
0: Oh, dude. What is that? They're like little white flowers that they smell kind of orangey and citrusy. They're like what? vines.
1: Jasmine? Jasmine's Maybe. a little white flower, but it's not really orangey.
0: There's, there's like a sweet, was a sweet flower that used to grow in the backyard of my home in Southern California when I was a kid. I feel like that's...
1: Is what it is. a hyacinth?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think,
1: is that even white? I don't know. I don't know. We should talk about the book. <laughs> we should
0: talk about the book. We're already 20 minutes in. Okay, I, I'm i gonna just... Nope, we're
1: hyacinths f- are purple. Continue, okay. please. <laughs> Oh, wait, they can come in white. I'm sorry.
0: God damn it. (laughs) Okay, we're just gonna... I'm just gonna free-ball this, all right? I have my notes. I'm gonna go loosely off them because I know we're gonna get sidetracked. And I know, Paris, you have notes. Do you not have notes? Do you have notes?
1: I do. I have, I have like, 14 little sticky notes in my hands right and now. I
0: have notes, too. Okay. Pa- all right, all right. Here we go, here we go. Feyre, she is in the spring court. She's here to undermine the shit that's going on. Lucian, however, we find out later that his little mechanical eye in his head hole can see through all the glamours. And Feyre has covered up her tattoo that signifies her connection with recent. Her high lady tattoo. So Lucian knows what the fuck's going on but Tamlin doesn't because he's a big dummy. Dummy brute man. (laughs) Or as so we think. (laughs) shit occurs uh highburn the baddies across the sea they are still plotting to take over prithian and the continent to take it back from the humans even though the humans like don't really have any power they just like are sad that they don't have slaves anymore question mark They're just
1: like we want slaves and they're hanging out in the spring court
0: They are Tamlin is hosting them and so yeah. Bra- Do you say Branoff Branoff or do you say Brana?
1: Oh <laughs> You're going to hate it. What do you say? I say (laughs) Branag.
0: Because
1: I'm an illiterate piece of shit. There's an H, baby. And I pronounce the G that's supposed to be silent. (laughs) And I know it, too, and I don't care. And that's how I read it. Okay, well,
0: I'm... (laughs) Branag! It suits her. Dagdan? Dagdan? I say dagdan. That I
1: agree with you. I say dagdan.
0: Dagdan?
1: I, like, read... (laughs) He's fucking <laughs> Like I've come
0: straight out of a trailer he's park fucking Hillbillies <laughs> from Highburn Brennan and Dagdan We got, and Dag we Dan. got da- Dag Dan and Branag <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I shit you not That's how I read it <laughs> Brother, my brother over there Dagdan, he's been come over here And, and my name's rang. Bran, Branag Branag We're going to go there and we're going to take those human slaves, you hear me? We're going to take them and we're going to bring them back to our island and they're going to raise our crops. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pyrrha's fucking shit up. She abides her time and then eventually uh, she collects enough information where she feels like she can escape. She's going to return back to the night court. And on her way out through the woods, she finds that Lucian is about to get a little rapety-raped by Ionthe, who's the high priestess who sold out her family to Highburn. So she's what? the reason. A what? What a fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> Ugh, we hate Iante. So she's like, ooh, should I stay? Should I go? Should I stay? Da-da-da. I don't know. But then she's like, no, I gotta save Lucian, because for some reason I still love him, even though he's kind of a fucking simp to Tamlin and he's loyal to a fault. Uh, so she saves him and uh, beats the shit out of... I- makes Iante beat the shit out of herself.
1: Just absolutely wreck her hand.
0: Yeah. Just fucking destroys it. And then she Horrible. just crunches it, crunches it, makes her pick up a rock and just smash, smash, smash. Really satisfying for the reader. My nipples were hard. <laughs> and uh, upon their escape, Dag, Dag Dan and Branag... <laughs> Like Dagdon and Brian are <laughs> like, "What's going on over
1: here in the woods?" And they've got like a pitchfork and like a gardening
0: rake and a Confederate flag. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> <And> they're wearing <laughs> overalls without a shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, they're like, where are you going, little favorite? And she's like, I'm going I'm going home. And they're like, no, you ain't. And so she brawls with them. She fights them off, and she kills them. Hell she yeah. She fucking bops them. She bops the shit off their head. She just lops them off. Sorry, I'm eating wafers. and making my mouth dry and moist all at the same time. Bad wow. idea. <laughs> so um, they escape. And so they have to travel through the autumn court in order to get to the winter court, in order to get to uh, the night court. But the problem is, is that those motherfuckers have drugged her. So her powers ain't work. That's why she hasn't been able to contact Reason through her mind hole. We were putting it in the food.
1: (laughs) We had babane ground up in the powder and we put it in your apple. (laughs) And then we watched you eat it
0: please continue to do this for the rest of the episode and
1: brown eggs like now you ain't got no powers like,
0: did you spit did you spit again it sounded like no. you spit something I think I, I, I pushed against the back of my chair um, <laughs> but I have a sweaty back and it's a leather chair so that's probably what the sound <laughs> But I'm laughing really hard, and I did spit a little bit, but I don't think you heard it. Maybe no, you
1: did. I, th- I... I think I did. <sighs> okay. Dagdan, Brennan, dead. D-E-D. Lucine. Uh, Lucine and, and, and Fairy out. <laughs> They're gone. They're
0: Luchine. headed. Lucine and, and Fairy. <laughs> are at, and fairy are gone. Okay, they're sprinting through the autumnne court, the court of um, autumne. Okay. of fall, <laughs> and uh, they're like, better not find my. Lucian's like, I hope we don't find my siblings because I grew up here. And Which, uh, by the way, oh.
1: I need to interject a quote now. Ooh. We're afraid to run into his siblings because they are these. Creepy, scary guys with red hair, which is like a gang of gingers, and that gets my goat. My loins are on fire when I think about his brothers. I know they're evil, but like we've discussed prior, I am from the Autumn Court. Yes, um, that's where my those are my people. Those gingers, and so I I fuck with them, fuck with them hard. And yeah. speaking of that, that leads me to the quote I would like to read. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> which is on page 58 of my book.
0: Mm.
1: Here it is. Okay. Um. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, the quote is, Brad Egg is talking (laughs) is talking to Vera and she's like, Hey, I seen you. (laughs) I seen you making eyes at (laughs) I'm sorry. I think I'm so funny. She's like, <laughs> I seen you making eyes at Lusheen. And, and I, I think I should tell you that I'd pick Baron's son, too. And Farrah's like, what? And she's like, Autumn Court males have fire in their blood. And they fuck like it, too. <laughs> <laughs> and holy shit. That was so hot. Are you not turned on right now?
0: (laughs) I don't know if turned on is the word I would use, but I definitely feel something. Come on,
1: though. I felt it too, dude. I did.
0: I did, and I I know that that you and I we would purposely stumble into them woods to get some action from. From a tall ginger man, like why not shoot. a couple of them? You know, <laughs> the more it's like the
1: it's like seven brides for seven brothers. Have you seen that musical? It's just about a bunch of mountain men with red hair that come into the town and steal a bunch of women to make them their brides. It's really, it's not a good premise for musical, but it's it's fun.
0: <laughs> That's how I feel about most of the books we read. <laughs> it's not a good premise. That's fun, but I have a good time. We have a good time, and that's what it's about, folks. That is what it is about, is it not?
1: It's that. It's that feeling. It's
0: that feeling. It's the X factor, friends. It's the X factor. <laughs> so this is such an inconsequential part of the story that we're caught up on, Ferris. I am not confident that we're going to get through this whole ass book. Okay. Okay. I'll keep my mouth um, shut. So. Oh, they're running through, and then they get to the edge of the winter court unscathed until the brothers stop them on a frozen lake, and they start to attack! And they're fighting them off, fighting them off. Farrah gets injured. It's no good until Cassian and Azriel, or Casriel, as I call them. They're couple name. Do you like that? I like that. I, I ship it. Thank you. Yeah, Casriel <laughs> rolls in, and they are like, whoop. Hi, lady! Mm. It kind of sounds yeah. like
1: you're saying casserole, like casserole <laughs> rolls in. It's like Chef Boyardee, like a ravioli comes rolling across <laughs> that frozen lake. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: oh, Paris like, yes! Chef Boyardee! Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <God. laughs> Anyone can cook.
1: <laughs> Remy the Rat's there too. Yeah. That's Asriel. Azriel's uh, <laughs> is Remy. He's Remy the rat, and Cassian is a chef Boyardee ravioli.
0: <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> the ghost of Boyardee. Oh, wow. We're getting deep in it, kids. <laughs> 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 We've just scratched the surface. They take Lucian back. I wrote, I wrote such good notes, dude. I wrote such good notes, and you were just disrespecting them, Paris. You're I'm disrespecting... Sorry.
1: I'm sorry, my... I'm sweating. Are you sweating? <laughs> I'm sweating. I, I am sweating. Dude, I have to untie my robe. I'm too hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a tube top that I made and It just keeps sliding down and down cute. and down. It's really just cute. I'll send you a picture. Just have your titties out. Mm-hmm. I am exposing underboob just so I can get some air in there. Um, anyway, so they take Lucian back to uh, Valeris, And before anything, reasons like, Fera, you, me, upstairs now. Remember, that leads me to my first note, Paris. Yes, yes.
1: Um,
0: it's a it's a two parter. First, the, uh, the 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 repeated line of in and in and in and in. in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow, how important. How important to talk about how? What a subtle, what a beautifully elegant way to say how big his dick is. You know? Yes. Uh, it wasn't as he slid in and in. It was like as he slid in, and, and in, in, and, in, and in. in, like an extra inch for the audience. You yeah. know,
1: just like, so, inches. So let's assume, and then an average penis is what five inches long. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So if, if recent had an average penis that okay and so if in, he slid and in and in and in that's eight inches which is a pretty good length.
0: Where'd you get the eight from?
1: Well, was, the three ins like well, assuming I've, that he starts as an average.
0: I see. I, length, see. I see. But if would, there was if if no ins if no extra ins were just mm-hmm. basic, then it would be like then he slid, you know. But I feel like <laughs> if he slid in, which and is just he, like the standard. So that's so I feel like slid in is five and in is that an extra inch
1: six, six. yeah. six
0: and then and in seven inch i do not think i i take that back because i have but i you know what i mean it's still substantial i feel unless it's like it, unless the measurement and in is equivalent to 1.5 inches do you think it's two inches do you think oh, it's a nine shit. inch dick two? oh
1: that would be because impressive. I mean, he does he, have the biggest wingspan, doesn't he? Oh, no, Asriel has the biggest wingspan. Asriel has the biggest so wingspan. Asriel has just a fucking trunk down there.
0: Do you think he's an in and in and in and in? Or do you oh, think like, he's like an... Oh,
1: like the last and is like italicized?
0: And in. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. So I feel like he slid in. That's a standard dick. Okay. And sure. then and in is some unit of measurement. So recent is two of those unit of measurement and then, you know, a third and in, or you could cut it in half by saying like, he slid in and in and, and then, you know, paragraph. You know what I mean? You could cut it in half. So I feel like it is two inches. I feel like recent's dick is nine inches long.
1: Holy shit. That's
0: so impressive.
1: That's a really, that's a long penis.
0: I'm more impressed with Feyre. You
1: know, (laughs) she has a very deep, (laughs) deep set vagina. She must have, which like good for her.
0: Wow, you know, wow, muy impresivo.
1: Yeah, it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway with that one.
0: (laughs) That's how big her gaping eyes.
1: You can cut her gaping mouth. I'm sorry, that's a horrible, horrible thing to say, but it's, no,
0: I'm it's... <laughs> keeping it in, Paris. i uh, are keeping it in.
1: It's a very dirty joke, one of my dirtiest. It's awful. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Which brings me to my second point: that Sarah, as a writer, when she finds something, I love, I love analyzing her as a writer, because when she finds something that she really likes, you can tell when she's like, oh that's fucking good because she repeats herself yeah. like every time she finds something that she likes like i wrote them down i wrote down the lines like, that she repeated
1: are you are you referring to like the amount of phantom winds <laughs> that are like blown around yes ma'am spaces?
0: <laughs> yes ma'am yes that's exactly what i'm talking about and specifically when she finds something that she likes she'll repeat it within the next couple of pages yeah. And like, I know because I'm like, oh, that was a really good line. That was, that was what a, what a good, clever word to use or whatever. And then I'm like, bitch, you used it twice in the <laughs> same, like 200 words. What? <laughs> and so like, uh, when Azriel is telling her, when t- Asriel is telling a story, he's like, you see blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, you see blah, 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 blah. And I was like, he said, you see twice. Is that just like his mannerism? Interesting. And then like mirth the word mirth, She, oh, yeah. I think she was describing their lovemaking, and she was like, when I was so full to the brim with mirth, ugh, climax, and then like the next page, and she was like, and when I was so full of mirth, and I was like, bitch. Mm. But more importantly,
1: I want to be filled with mirth. I want to be
0: filled with mirth. Nine inches of mirth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have what she's having. Nine inches of mirth, please. Thank you. Oh, my God. Nine I'm inches so of mirth weird. and a side of girth, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> There's some mirth in this house. There's some girth in this house. <laughs> 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 Which brings me to another thing that I wanted to point out in this chapter. When Reeson and Lucian finally meet again, and Feyre is like clearly Reese's mate. And they're in the hallway together. And Lucian's like giving the mad side eye. He's giving a mad stank face. God, my oh, AC yeah. just turned on. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. But he's like mad dogging them. And Reason's like, if you ever fucking look at my mate like that again, I will rip out your fucking throat. And I think I came just reading that, dude. I was like, hell to the yeah, yeah, yeah oh my god did you not get turned on when you read that
1: absolutely what i like more about that scene is that he says it so like passively that Mm -hmm. they don't quite realize at first that it was like a threat to kill him until it kind of sinks in so i imagine that he kind of says it with like a smirk like leaning against the doorway like oh and i'll fucking rip out your throat you know oh my god yeah
0: I wrote it down. Okay, where did I write it down? Uh, 190, page 190. I'll just read that passage. We'll just (laughs) read that passage, because what a treat. What a treat. Okay. Oh, it was the wrong one. (laughs) No, never mind. Okay, well, that brings me to my, that, that was my point, was that Nesta says the same fucking thing on behalf of Elaine. So on page 146, Reeson says it to Lucian. And then on page 190, Nesta makes the same threat to Feyre. Yeah, to Feyre. To Feyre. She's like and you know I was like, fucking Sarah, Sarah, it was really good the first time. Why'd you have to do it twice? I feel like, okay, I found the page. <clears throat> uh, so I will say again, I will say, so again, I will say this only once. Reese went on, his expression smoothing into lethal calm, dragging me from the colors and light and shadows gathering in my mind. Feyre did not dishonor or betray Tamlin. Do you want me to read it with an accent? Is that what you want? Yes. Okay. Feyre did not dishonor or betray Tamlin. I revealed the mating bond months after and she gave me hell for it, don't worry. But now that you've found your mate, in a similar situation, perhaps you will try to understand how it felt. And if you can't be bothered, then I hope you're wise enough to keep your mouth shut. Because the next time you look at my mate with that disdain and s- disgust, I won't bother to explain it again, and I will rip out your fucking throat. Ah! <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. <laughs> I think but... it cut out, like a cut out of my... End. <laughs> It was such a shriek, a squeal.
1: I think that I was aiming for more of like a, ah, but it like really came
0: out. I may cut I, out that whole I thing pitched. out of embarrassment.
1: <laughs> I think I should stop drinking this wine. I'm going to push it away from me and I'm going to drink this water.
0: <laughs> oh I liked God. it.
1: I think you should leave it in because okay. I have, since our last episode, I've been reading recent. Voice in a British accent like that one like in my I believe head because like I said that I kind of did that before but now it's like been intensified that I've like recognized it that we've talked about it so you know
0: what's so funny I've been doing the opposite now I've been doing what <laughs> you do or I've been doing the faces I mean like I'll read some things aloud <laughs> but I'll do the faces instead
1: you just like are scowling at your walls yeah exactly yeah. exactly I still do the faces, so I'm sure my neighbors really, really do think that we're just I'm having
0: just a full pissed. experience. <laughs> we're just utilizing all that we have at our like, disposal. I'm prayers.
1: sorry, but I'm an actor and like I read it like it's like a script and I I have to emote. Like you can't stop me from making emotions. Like I'm an actress.
0: You know what that sound is? That's the sound <laughs> of an associate's degree in theater, okay? <laughs>
1: That's like me sitting at my kitchen table, waiting for Bran Egg.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Reunion is sexy. They fuck. It's cool. I have to say, I think the best sex scene is still ahead of us um, when they're in the cabin in uh, Frost and Starlight. Oh, that
1: one is the best because... Should I give it
0: no, I, I, a spoiler? Let's save spoiler? it, let's save it, let's save it, Ugh, let's save God, it, let's so save
1: it. so good, it's so juicy. It. I
0: know. Okay, so, <clears throat> moving on. Shit's going down, okay? Hyburn is attacking, that's the big issue. Hyburn has the cauldron, the thing that created this whole-ass world, at his disposable, disposable, <laughs> <laughs> At his dis- <laughs> at his disposal. Uh, and so they need to figure out how to get rid of that. Also, they need to know how. Like, how are they going to get troops? They don't have enough troops. They got to unify the whole ass island of Prithian in order to, um, you know, be able to even somewhat face. Yeah.
1: Did you hear my burp like just before that? Was no, kind I didn't. Of, like, quieter and reserved, and then you burped like right after me. Like it was really like sorry. an answer
0: you know what I feel like I probably felt you spiritually I think my esophagus (laughs) is like a being of its own um I really do I genuinely do like it responds when people around me burp like I can't help it like an air bubble will just like shoot up through my throat it's like
1: yawning for you like you see like you know when you see someone yawn it makes you yawn but like you hear a burp and you can't help it you like also belch
0: that's exactly what I'm describing yes yes but like more intentional more aggressive like a yawn is like a communal experience whereas mm-hmm. burping is like a combative experience it's a challenge <laughs> it's a challenge it's an answer to a challenge you
1: like hear something you're like that was a three
0: i have to do a four <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes. yes ma'am Uh, So, the court of uh, dreams, they've got some things to take care of, all right? So Farrah's like, well, listen, why do we need troops? Why can't we get some monsters, too? So she's like, how about we go talk to the bone carver? Remember him from the last book? Let's go chat with him, see if he'll help us, because he's a bad motherfucker. And they're like, that sounds good. They go to the bone carver. Bone carver's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll help you, but I want this special mirror. And she's like, Perdone, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, my <laughs> sister, who happens to be the weaver, used to have it. She used to look at herself and admire her ass say and her titties. Her name? <laughs> or I say Striga.
1: Oh, good, we agree.
0: <gasps> ding, 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 ding. We should give it's each other points when probably, we agree.
1: <laughs> it's probably because we've both watched Castlevania. And one of the badass vampire oh. chicks is named Striga. I didn't even fucking think of that.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Although I do, I, like, I felt Castlevania's spirit in my spirit when I was reading some of the scenes, like, especially, like, when they're around, like, a war council table or something mm. like that. Like, I felt, I felt that. Yes. I felt that energy, you know? Yeah. So, Ferris gotta retrieve the, the mirror. I. Okay, how do you pronounce the mirror, Paris? Ouroboros. That's what I say. Ourobor. I say Ouroboros. It's well, not like different. Ouroboros, but it's like Ouroboros. We got the Ouroboros. <laughs> I hate you.
1: But, like, Ouroboros is like. That's the name of. Uh, the symbol that's like the snake eating itself It's yeah. called a morboros, right?
0: But, but isn't there an O? Isn't it O-S at the end? Or is it U-S? Ugh, I don't know Let me Ouroboros. find it uh, Okay, while you're doing that There's another thing that they also need Okay, well, they need more troops Okay, Court of Nightmares They have their own special little thing of troops They're called the Darkbringers, classic And so they're like, listen, Kier, Morgan's father, we need your army. And Kier's like, no, legally, I'm not obligated to help you. Uh, And they're like, how about this? How about this? We've got the heir of the autumn court, okay, to help you out. I
1: found it, if you'd like to hear how it's spelled. O-U-R-O-B-O-R-O-S.
0: Ouroboros.
1: Fine, you win, you win, I'm illiterate, and I come from the trailer park. You are not illiterate. <laughs> Maybe to... dyslexic, but not, no. to... <laughs> not to bash on trailer park people, you no. know, I'm sure. Or
0: conservatives.
1: No. Look, a lot of my family at one point has lived in a trailer park, and most of us can read, so...
0: I don't know about Trailer Park, but well, yeah, Trailer Park. My grandma, or originated in that arena, and then yeah. she clawed her way up, marriage by marriage, until by the fifth marriage, we were living in luxury. <laughs> Just Hell kidding. yeah! Could I mean, be not not kidding. But God, I hope she doesn't hear that. I love you, Grandma. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, you know, you and I, the luxury thing. Okay, we understand. You're not ashamed. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> So they're like, listen, Kier, we need your army. Kier is like, I want into Valeris. And Morgan is like, please, God, no. Reese is like, done, deal. So there's some friction in uh, the Court of Dreams, okay? They're struggling. Everyone's upset at each other. There's just tension all around. War is coming. It's stressful. No one feels good. Meanwhile, Nesta and Elaine, Farrah's sisters, are living in the House of Wind, which... I have the quote to prove it. Is not the same thing as the Moonstone Palace. <clears throat> so there let me read the passage for four you. Four different
1: places, then?
0: Three. Three. What? Moonstone Palace, Wind House, House, House of Wind, Wind yeah. Townhome,
1: and then underneath the Moonstone Palace
0: is the is Hewn City. The Hune City. You're right. Four. Yes. <clears throat> A far more pleasant alternative to my other residence, the Court of Nightmares. At least there, I could stay in the Moonstone Palace, high atop the mountain, under which the hewn city had been built.
1: Yes. Yes. And then, so the House of Wind is where they have, like, visitors, if they ever have them, for, like, Mm -hmm. dinner there.
0: In Valeris. Uh,
1: Yes. And then... The, uh, well, the House of Wind is, like, up above Valerius, like, in the mountains, right?
0: Yeah, it's, like, overlooking Valerius. Yeah, but you
1: can see down below, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the townhouse is, like, their personal residence, where just the family is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes, then Moonstone yes, Palace yes. is, like, where everyone thinks reason lives, above the human city.
1: Yes, and that is where he first takes Feyre <clears throat> when she comes to the Night Court, in right. A Court of Mist and Fury.
0: Because right? he didn't know if he could trust her to make the decision to keep his shit a secret. But when she said she would, then he took her to Valeris. I'm so they... glad
1: we're finally on the same page about this.
0: Yes, yes, me too. Aren't you glad you tried to convince me that they were separate Paris? are you glad that um, I finally came around to understanding that there were multiple residences and that Moonsham so House was not the same as... Awesome and I'm, wind. I'm,
1: even um, more glad that you wrote down a quote to make sure that I knew that I was wrong. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It really I'm bothered so, me. I'm so glad.
0: <laughs> you know, it doesn't feel as good as I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. Okay. <clears throat> So, they've got shit going on. Nesta and Elaine are living in the House of Wind. They're not really sure what their powers are, but Nesta and Omrin start to become buddies because they just have that same kind of energy going on. They think Elaine's gone crazy because she starts speaking in riddles and she's like, Two ravens are coming. I saw a young hand grow old, and then there was a big old fire lady coming out the sky. And they're like, Should we admit her?
1: tell you is that it's actually sung by Elaine like like Fallon just did it's not necessarily just a riddle but it's like a chant like she does like a dance and sings those
0: things <sighs> two ravens in the library when they come you know <laughs> <laughs> they're like damn Ooh, should we put her away and they're like not yet we'll wait maybe she'll come around uh, and so <laughs> they're like, all right, well, the wall has a bunch of holes in it. The wall dividing Prithian from the human land at the little tip, the dick tip of uh, the island. The wall has holes in it. Hybern wants to exploit those holes uh, and destroy the wall entirely. So Amrin is training Nesta to hone whatever magical cauldron skills that she has uh, now that she's a fae in order to... Um, preserve the wall, fix, repair the wall um in those holes. And then meanwhile Pharaoh's like, on top of that, I want to learn how to fly. And they're like, okay, cool. So Pharaoh's learning how to fly, all these things are happening all at the same time. There's a big old fat library at the bottom of the house of wind. And inside of that library is just a shit ton of knowledge and these cool priestess gals who are all like uh, victims of all sorts of horrors. So it's a refuge for them. So they work and they live in this library, um, maintaining order and keeping, taking care of the books and shit. And one day, Feyre and Nesta go in to like learn some shit. And then all of a sudden, there's an attack on the library and two motherfuckers from Highburn show up. One with black hair and one with light-colored hair. Two ravens, if you will. We find out that Elaine is a seer. She can see the future, and all her ramblings have not been for naught. They've actually been helpful, so people should've listened to her. So is trying to, like, book it down to the bottom of this library, which is dangerous because there was a critter at the bottom of the library. No one but Cassian has seen it, and Cassian refused to speak on it because it scared him and made his pee-pee in his pants. Okay, he shat <laughs> his die-die after seeing this beast. <laughs> and uh, so they're booking it, booking it, booking it, trying to avoid this, uh, this posse, these two homies, who are ready to take them to Highburn, um, because Nesta, while she was in the cauldron Stole some shit from the cauldron And they need it back In order for the cauldron to be at its full capacity When they get to the bottom They encounter the critter And Pharaoh's like, listen dude I'll make you a deal, my friend I'll make you a deal if you kill these dudes And he's like, okay, cool, sounds good uh, Just bring me some company I'm a little lonely down here in my hole And she's like, sounds <laughs> good That's awesome, great deal, dunsies and uh, so he eats. He eats them. Reason's really upset. Reason's livid because they came and attacked him on his own turf. He likes to use the library. He likes to and read in also- it.
1: He cares about the people there. He's like these women have been through all of this trauma, and this is their one safe place where they know that they won't ever have to experience that again. And fucking Highburn got into my territory and hit me where it hurts. Like, and not only takes away, like, my sense of peace, but these women, like, how long before they're able to trust and feel safe again?
0: Fucking disrespectful. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Lame. So, <laughs> a hit Lame. to their ego, their security. They're upset. 1000 $50,000 on my name, some disrespect. You know, as Drake says. And uh, not even the fucking next day, two days later, Amrin busts in and is like, Listen, motherfuckers, just received word from my boyfriend, Varian, in the summer court that they are under attack. Hybern is laying siege to Adriata as we speak. Adriata is the capital of the summer court on the coast. <clears throat> yikes! Big yikes. So they all yeet over to the summer court to defend their city. Fera and more take the castle. They clear it out of the baddies. Fera goes into Reasons' mind and watches what Reasons doing. He's on a boat in the bay, and the King of Hybern's there, and he's egging him on. He's fucking with them. Turns out it's just a hologram, and so <laughs> it's <laughs> gotcha. like some Star <laughs> Gotcha, bitch! It's just some Star Wars shit, okay? He's not <laughs> even there. But then once he leaves, uh, there was, like, a damper on his power, and so now Reason has, like, full capacity. Which
1: I must interject. Reeson does the coolest and also most terrifying thing in that he just mists people. Like, he turns enemies into mist, Like, their armor and their bodies and their flesh and their bones mm-hmm. just becomes, like, just a spritz on the wind, and it's insane.
0: Just like my puss.
1: (laughs) Mist's an enemy. Mist's Fallon's puss. You
0: know? (laughs) Just wet. Pop. Mist. (laughs) Wah. So, yeah. Um, But they eventually, they reclaim the city. And Tarquin, which I, I apologize. I was wrong. Paris. What? Tark- it's Tarquin. It's Tarquin. How were you
1: saying it before? Tarkin. Yeah, it's not Tarkin.
0: I don't know why. It just felt right in the moment. But now I <laughs> understand. And I respect. So, you got me. Tarquin. It's still not happy because Tarquin sent them blood rubies. And uh, they had betrayed him. They stole the book right underneath his, his bussy, you know? And, uh... <sighs> So they roll up, and they're like, Tarquin, you're safe now. Heal your wounded. And Tarquin's like, don't you ever fucking speak to me, Feyre. Don't you ever fucking tell me what to do. I'm High Lord, bitch. And he tries to pull that, like, male shit on her. And Risen's like, well, she is High Lady. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. I'm shaking my titties (laughs) right now. Um, As he was in the book. As he was in the book, yes. Right here, page...
1: Two fifty nine. it proceeded to do a fan kick and shake his titties, claiming she is high lady and she can do whatever she wants. That's
0: what it says. And in, and in, and in, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. So uh, they roll back to uh, the Illyrian camp. It's camped outside of Adriata, and they're like, "What now, homie? And uh, Feyre's like, "Well, that didn't go really well, recent. So I think from now on we should just like be ourselves. We should just show that we're like ourselves. Also, you know how you plan to like have a meeting of all the high lords in a couple weeks? How about you push it up to like three days?" Okay, so like in three days, we're all going to meet somewhere and we're all going to chat about this because we need friends. And reasons like, you're right, boo-boo. Smooch. Mwah. Carry <laughs> on. So uh, they're going to leave for the Don Court. That's where everyone's decided to meet up. But before that, Lucian's like, hey, I'm going to go look for troops. There's something about a queen, some shit on the continent. So I'm going to go to the continent. Okay, someone just like drop me off there real quick and then yeet back. I'm going to go do some recon because Elaine doesn't want to fuck me yet. And that's fine. I want to give her space, but I also can't be here at the same time. Because I'm useless right now. So Lucian goes. They roll up to the Dawn Court and everyone's waiting for them. Sort of. Almost. They get there like in the middle. All six of High Lords are there. Tamlin's not there yet. Hellion, my father. May uh, I say something about Hellion? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay.
1: There is a There is a quote. I think is important. Okay, uh, Helion,
0: on... High Lord of the Day Court. Spellcleaver. We're
1: talking about. Spellcleaver. Um, yes. On page 408 of my book, it says, his clothes had been formed from a single bolt of white fabric. Not a robe, not a dress, but rather something in between. So, like, I picture him in, like, a A toga? jumper. <laughs> A toga, yeah, he could be in a toga. Actually, it would probably make more sense if he's in a toga, because like, why would he be in like a fashionable white leather jumper? You know, like with like a belt oh my and <laughs> <fucking God.
0: laughs> like a jumper, but it's like they're like Harlem pants, so the crotch is like dropped low. Yes. But I remember, like in the in the chapter, she describes it like exposing his thighs every now and then. So She's it's like, like a romper. His powerful (laughs) (laughs)
1: he's just in like a really fashionable white romper
0: he is and it's probably like a tube top if it's one bolt of fabric then it's probably like
1: yeah an off the
0: shoulder type deal probably looking
1: hella fly like really stylish
0: with his little um like bicep cuff his serpent bicep cuff jesus christ i imagine that he's also
1: wearing like some type of um like sunglasses with like the blue shade and the okay. like the little thin kind of oval ones that Ricky Thompson wears
0: Ricky T yes. it's me it's me
1: Ricky T. I love him so much But yeah You know what glasses I'm talking about That he wears They're, they're like kind little, of, so, they're, Like, they're like 90s to- Like oh, Neo
0: glasses you They're know? like Really um, Narrow framed And they're like Kind of like ovals Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know I, di- I know exactly That's it
1: Hellions about. definitely Got those on
0: I like that It's fair You know uh, Sarah doesn't Explicitly write that But it's implied <laughs> It's implied For You're sure You're supposed
1: to Understand that As the reader Yeah Um And we do, so. (laughs) And we do, so. (laughs) hmm. Read it again, folks. Mm. You may continue with the synopsis. I just needed to interject and talk yeah. about Hellion's fashion.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate your input on uh, Hellion's fashion. Um, I personally just saw him in a toga, but like that's <laughs> uh, it's a little more exciting to see him in a romper, um, maybe with some like cheek cutouts. Like maybe it's torn, Ooh. and so you know like when <laughs> uh, like I remember one time I was wa- working in a restaurant and uh, a, the girl in front of me, a customer, was like walking up the stairs of the restaurant because it was a two story and she had those little cutouts and it was just like cheek and thigh just as she walked up and I was like god damn like I'm just (laughs) not one of those people I just don't think I feel brave enough to roll out with my literal ass hanging out but I feel like Hellion is you know yeah
1: I admire those people I'm not Mm. one of them I like to not have any of my skin showing <laughs> at all but i i i love th- that look though and i think yeah helene would definitely yeah
0: pull that off showing off his thighs showing off his cheeks those probably round perky cheeks oh not a absolutely. hair on him probably
1: no he's waxed
0: <laughs> he's waxed to the <laughs> gods
1: he has had a, a fresh brazilian before <laughs> he rolled up to this High Lord meeting.
0: Oh my god. So, Hellion, <laughs> Papa, High Lord of the Day Court, Hellion Spell owner of th- th- 1,000 libraries and, and all the knowledge and truth. Daddy. And my daddy, my mother's baby daddy. It's gotta be true, right? It's gotta be true.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Anyway, and uh, there's Callius. Callius, is that how you say it, Paris? Yes. Callius. Callius from the Winter Court. High Lords of the Winter Court. He's a frosty motherfucker. He's got pale skin, white hair, and he's got his hot wife, Vivian. Hot wife and mate. They're not really that important, though. These He reminded
1: me... I'm sorry. When he when I reread this, he reminded me of the... in. Um, we've already talked about this book, so I think it's fine to say. In uh crescent city house of earth and blood mm-hmm. <laughs> Bryce summons like a one of the is he like a ruler of hell or like oh one of the yeah lords he's like, like
0: a, a, a prince of hell yeah yeah and it's his like name's the fifth like,
1: prince of hell or something yeah
0: it's, his name starts with a c didn't it maybe carl it had to be carl
1: <laughs> yeah the fifth prince of hell carl <laughs> and he's also a frosty boy He's like he got is. blue uh, icy skin I think or like yes. he's, just, you know, he's really cold. I think full. they
0: desc- he was described as a fuckboy. So like a pale a hot pale fuckboy that Ooh. also is a cat. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh Callie <laughs> is me of that. I love that. This again.
0: Yeah. I love that. It was really just Callie's incarnate, you know, in <laughs> the in the next um, dimension. He just rolls up. He's dual he's two two lives. Dual citizenship. In the Winter Court and in Crescent <laughs> City, Crescent City, House Crescent of Crimson blood. <laughs> blood, and then there's Thiesin, uh, High Lord of the Dawn Court, who is hosting the shindig. Paris, did you have any notes about Dawn Court's setting?
1: Oh uh, well, I I picture Theisen as um, Steve Perry.
0: Who is Steve Perry?
1: Do you not know who Steve Perry pa- is? I'm gonna is Google it. It's. I think it's Steve Perry. He was one time a host. Steve Perry. Is that his name? Nope. <laughs> this is uh, not who I picture. I was oh, like, this well, guy maybe is. it is. I don't know. What's the guy's name? Now I feel embarrassed. There is a guy who at one point hosted American Idol, and his first name was Steve. Ryan Seacrest. No. <laughs> uh. Hold on one second. You might have to edit this part. Just, I need to, I need to know who this is. Hold on. Okay. Steve. Steven Tyler Perry. Oh my. Steven
0: right? Isn't Tyler. A, it's just
1: Steven, Steven Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> There's no oh Perry at the end. Oh my God. But I, okay, that is who I imagine. A judge, to
0: be. the judge, Steven Tyler. That's, you imagine.
1: <laughs> Wait, no, the singer's son, songwriter. Like a young Steven Tyler.
0: I know. I know. He was a judge. He wasn't the host.
1: Oh, I thought you... I'm sorry. I thought you meant judge, like, with gavel. And then I was like, no, he was like, that's American Idol. i the Judge
0: <laughs> Stephen Tyler. And it's like... Yeah. Dim,
1: yeah. Dim. <laughs> to clarify, I do imagine Thessian as, like, a young Stephen Tyler.
0: Also, you say Thessian. Where's that eye, Paris? (laughs) Where's the eye? Is there an eye that I missed? I don't remember asking um, for you to analyze how
1: I say the character's names. I don't recall asking for that opinion. So maybe don't give it to me.
0: (laughs) You are so right. And I apologize. I truly do. Thessian son of Stephen Tyler, <laughs> High Lord of the Dawn, of the Dewan Court. That's how yes. disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> He has a gorgeous home on top of this big old mountain, and it's uh, covered in jewel yeah. tones and luxurious w- fabrics. They have a fucking koi pond. Instead of a yeah. table that they sat around, they sat around a koi-filled you reflection me, pool.
1: And I would like to say, I do think that the Don Court is gorgeous. I imagine, because it's like a castle in the clouds, right? Yes, yes. It It makes me think of, like, some ethereal jack in the Beanstalk kind of
0: castle. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought you were going to say <laughs> Jack-in-the-Box.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really beautiful Jack-in-the-Box. Like, They have great Yelp reviews, and the bathrooms are always clean.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a gorgeous right. place to be. I
0: feel like um, at some point we should uh, match up the courts of Prithian with fast food restaurant.
1: <laughs> I'm in... <laughs> What is the night court?
0: I was. I knew you were gonna ask that, and it's. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be uh, probably. I feel like it's In-N-Out.
1: No, it's got to be Shake Shack because In-N-Out is. Trash.
0: <gasps> no 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 no. Five Guys Five Guys Five Guys Five Guys. Oh,
1: Five Guys is pretty good. It's pretty good. I like their their fries are just always wet.
0: Okay. All right. Like well, that. we can come back to them. One of them's got. <laughs> I feel like the human lands is Arby's. <laughs>
1: Definitely Arby's. It smells like wet ham and it's just dry. <laughs> no one likes it there. <laughs> but like there are curly fries, so there's a perk.
0: Yeah. Um, Winter Court is White Castle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Absolutely. Fits with their theme. Too. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like we'll come back to this.
1: Um, yeah, I agree.
0: Let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. Something uh, we'll just put a a pin in that, you know. <laughs> uh, so then they roll up. Night Court is who I'm talking about, and uh, they're all chatting amongst them. They're all chatting amongst themselves. <laughs> and then um, Autumn Court rolls up. They're, mm, Autumn tasty. Court. Autumn Court. What's up? Autumn Court and his hot gaggle of red ginger daywalker sons. I love They them. roll up, and um, then eventually, eventually, Tamlin rolls up from the Spring Court, and he's ready to start some shit. Tamlin comes in, just fucking pew, 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 insults being flung around. Um, There are some brawls But eventually everyone comes to an agreement That yes, we'll pretty much all fight Together Tamlin is non-committal Baron is non-committal But everyone else is like Yeah, um, Hibern's bad We'll all party together Cool And uh, Even Tamlin
1: He's like, not a big Hibern fan I joined with them To get Feyre back i be that, didn't work out so he's yeah. like, still hate you guys, but also Hibern sucks.
0: Yeah. And Feyre also, like, kind of destroyed his court from the inside out. So, like, Tamla doesn't have a lot to contribute, per se, um, which she like, kind of regrets. And she's like, mm, maybe that was a, you know, hindsight 2020 situation. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe that was wrong. But we're all like, but it felt so good in the moment. Mm, you know? Um, so, yeah, but their party is kind of interrupted. Nesta's like, I'm not feeling good, guys. I'm not feeling so good. Something feels wrong. But they go and they look around. They're like, Nesta, we can't find anything that's wrong. Next morning, uh, shit's definitely wrong. Turns out Hibern has just destroyed the fucking wall, which was the thing that they were trying to avoid. Oops. Big bummer. Mm. Big stink. Big fucking stink. Stinky stinky, stink, dude. Uh, And so, out of desperation, Farrah's like, oh, this is no good. Uh, I'm not, like, fucking... This is... This is bad. It's bad. Bad news bears. I feel like I missed something. I feel like I missed... Have they gone to the fucking, um... Kune City yet? Oh, yeah, they have. Yeah. They had to get
1: the, um... Fucking... They had to talk to uh, the Darkbringers. They so had to get Kira yeah. right,
0: and in the middle of that conversation, they were like, "Also, Kira, we want that mirror. Uh, we need your mirror. Kier, we need your mirror." And Kira's like, "You can have it if you can take it, bitch." But no one else has ever looked in it. I haven't even looked at it uh, because everyone goes fucking insane when they when they try to face the mirror. So Farrah's like, "Well, that's off the table. None of us can afford to go cray cray in the middle of this war." So instead, after the wall crumbles, is like, I'm going to go chat with that little beastie, that mythical creature at the bottom of the library. And so she's like, hello, hello, hello. And it's like, what's up? And she's like, hey, uh, we've got a war that's coming up. And I was wondering, uh, what do you think about fighting for us? And he's like, do I get to eat everyone? And she's like, yeah, all the bad guys for sure. And he's like, all right. Will you install a window? I'd He's like a like, skylight, please. can you
1: give me a sunroof, please? <laughs> <laughs> All he
0: wants is a skylight. He just <laughs> wants a little sunroof, a little, just, he wants to see the stars and the moon and the sun. And she's like, oh, what an easy fix, my friend. Of course. And the bargain is struck. And then. With Briaxis. Briaxis, yes. I say, yeah. Do you say Briaxis or Briaxis? I do.
1: I do, but it's That's been okay. well established that I can't read, so.
0: It's okay, Paris. You know, none of this actually matters, the pronunciation. <laughs> it's, it's whatever we, you know, only you get to decide what breaks. That's you. right, it's my Prithian. Yes, yes, ma'am. And I do not judge you. I adore our, our verbal pronunciation differences. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you call it, but since I'm telling a story right now, I'm gonna call it Briaxis. <laughs> Go ahead. (laughs) And uh, so they're like, oh, this is no good. Okay, the wall's down. The humans, they're vulnerable. Elaine's like, listen, guys, I was supposed to be married uh, a week ago. Don't know if you guys remember me telling you that every five fucking minutes because that's all I would fucking talk about. But um, the guy I was going to marry, his dad has this really big estate. And he could take a lot of people, especially the people from our village. They could, uh, you know, be safe in there. And they're like, ooh, it's a risk, but we'll go. We'll chat. So they roll up to the human lands and they're like, knock, knock, Elaine's back, hey. And they're like, what's up, Elaine? Hey. So it's a dad and the son, the son she's betrothed to Grayson
1: and his father, Nolan. Nolan.
0: Nolan. I'm sorry, I say Nolan.
1: No, you do not. Shut your mouth.
0: I say Nolan. I say Nolan because I'm not an animal. <laughs>
1: What I suppose I am?
0: Yes, Paris, you're an animal.
1: I'm over here just frothing at the mouth. Bryaxis,
0: <laughs> autumn court, dick. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh. And So uh, that's a complicated trip. I don't really care about it. I'm not going to go into it. But basically, they're like, yes, we'll take people. But um, Elaine, I fucking hate you. And I'll never marry you. And Elaine is heartbroken. She's really upset by this. This really, really fucked her up. And uh, they go back home only to find. Oh, wait, no. No, they don't go back home. Not yet. They're there. Jurian. Do you say Jurian? I say Jurian. Urian. Urian? Like, yeah, like the J is
1: silent, like jalapeno. <sighs>
0: <laughs> so you say hurian?
1: Urian. Like urine. Urine. Okay,
0: okay, <laughs> urine. Then that would be jalapeno. Okay. Hurian <laughs> <laughs> and jalapeno or. Yurian and Yale (laughs) No,
1: you made me snort. Oh oh my god. Wow. Oh, ow. I just hit my elbow really hard. Oh my god. (laughs) You okay?
0: That sounded bad. It
1: hurt. I hit the funny bone so my whole arm's tingling right now. But we're good.
0: Sorry. So. Urian, as Paris says, is there. He's buddies. He's human. He's been resurrected by the king of Hybern. They thought that he was working with him, which he is, but he is also a double agent. He's like, I'm not actually as crazy as everyone thinks. I'm still on the side of the humans, and I'm here to warn you that right now as we speak, Highburn is on its way to attack the Summer Court again. And so they're like, fuck! So they go to the, the Summer Court. And uh, day one is pretty successful, but day two, not as good. Not as good. Feyre and Morgan and Nesta are on a hill watching their friends get the shit beat out of them. And Feyre is like, listen, Moore, I think you should go out there because I need you to not be here while I go look for the cereal. Ferris?
1: <laughs> Surreal? Cereal. <laughs> cereal. They, she goes to look for Captain
0: Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Tony the Tiger. She's like, gotta go. Lucky the Leprechaun.
1: Oh my god, he totally is Lucky the Leprechaun.
0: She goes to look for Lucky. Yeah. And, uh... <clears throat> She finds him in the woods. Elaine is like, I know where he is because I'm seer, remember? She's like, cool. So she goes, she finds him in the woods. Very close to the Weaver's Cottage, conveniently, because while she's gleaning information from Lucky the Leprechaun, uh, he gets shot with an ash arrow through the fucking throat, And he is dying. He's getting die-die. Um, and behind him is... Uh, Eonthe and some Hibern folks, and this is this is bad news, Bears. This is no good. This is poo poo. Um, which another note I have about this:
1: uh-huh.
0: while he's dying on the forest floor, she it's described that he's mouthing the words "run, go, mm-hmm. run, go, run, run, run." But it's described in the first book that he has no lips. If he has no lips, how can he get a kiss kiss? If he has no lips, how can you... Like, I tried to peel my lips back and to mouth the word run.
1: I'm doing it right now. Run. I have... I've got the, like, Whoville mouth. <laughs> run. Run. And if you were to say <laughs> <Run>. this... <laughs> but I'm not saying anything, right? So I'm just going... Right. I'm just opening my mouth and shutting it. That would be... What the cereal is doing so, to her. He's just opening his mouth over and over again.
0: And she's like, I think he's telling me to run. <laughs> she's like, I think, no, I think, I think those gasps. Yeah. He's definitely telling me, telling me to save myself for sure. For sure. We're that close. This is the third time we've had a conversation. He is definitely telling me the run. He's saying go, which is easily distinguishable from run when he has no fucking lips. Um, so I wanted to point that. Well, go,
1: you have to kind of put your mouth together. But I mean, again, you don't have lips. Like if it's just your jaw, you can't really form your jaw into an O. No. Like it's just.
0: (laughs) You see what I mean though? You see what I mean?
1: That's a fly. I had not realized
0: Sarah, Uh, uh, Sarah. And I Paris, I only found that out because I was using your technique. I was. I was facial sounding out the facial expressions. Hello. Oh, yeah. um, when Feyre sucking dick, do you do that too? There <laughs> are
1: some secrets I cannot even share with you, Fallon.
0: I love that. What a beautiful insertion of a quote. Oh, uh, so good. You're welcome. So she runs, taking his uh, clearly communicated uh, consent to run. And she gets the clever idea to run to the Weaver's Cottage, which is just, the Weaver's Cottage is, you know, just like a couple miles away. So she books it there. She slides in. She holds the door open because she's done this before. And then, of course, Ionthe and uh, her two homies roll up. Farrah slams the door shut. And um, we assume that the uh, Weaver eats them alive. <laughs> and then she goes back to uh, Lucky, the, the surreal... Sorry.
1: Who, by the way, is wearing this like sad and tattered cloak that Eon they gave him, like trapped him with.
0: Yeah.
1: And because she's such a skank. bitch. Yeah. And she just gives him this horrible ratty cloak. Like, yeah. She didn't even, you know, think to give him something nice. She's just, she's the worst.
0: She is the worst. She sucks. She's a. A fucking sellout. Yeah, she's the worst. Farah originally gave him, you know, wool. Wool. 100% wool. And then Iante rolls up with this polyester monstrosity. And she wonders why the Surreal wouldn't offer up any information. It's because you gave him a shitty gift. Stupid. And the
1: Surreal is all about fashion, honey.
0: (laughs) Fashion and drama. (laughs)
1: The Surreal is such a drama queen. I love
0: it. He lives off of the tea. Lives (laughs) off of the tea. He does. He loves it. Uh, And so with his dying breaths, this is a, I don't know. This was a beef I had with it. Because it was like, why? Why? It just seemed kind of corny, this ending. But he's like, she's like, why? Why? I'm sorry, I'm sorry you're dying. And he's like, it's all good, baby. We were friends and you are you are kind to me. <laughs> and she's like, you are kind to me too. And he's like, one request curse breaker. And she's like, anything? And he's like, leave the world. Better than you found it. And it's like, that's your last wish. She's like he was a dreamer too. The cereal. He was a dreamer. Like I feel like that just like makes her feel better. That she's like, I'll do it. I'll make the world a better place for you. Boop. And she like boops him on the nose. I don't know. It was a really sweet sentiment, but reading it a second time I was like, This is a little bit cringe. All right. It made so my you're asshole pucker a little bit.
1: That you <laughs> that you did not cry during this scene? You didn't cry?
0: Not you during this cry? one, no. I didn't cry the, during oh, this yeah. one.
1: Oh yeah, me neither. I didn't, <sighs> I didn't cry either. At all.
0: Like, not a little,
1: little bit at all. Are you sure?
0: Did you? <clears throat> nope. Not, who, me? You didn't cry during no. the you Interesting. No? So you agree with me then?
1: Absolutely. Corny as fuck. Dry tear ducks.
0: I cried the first time, Paris, and I'm not surprised that you cried the second. It was sad, and he's a homie, and it was really sweet. I just feel like it was... For me, it just didn't hit me the same. It hit different. It hit different this time. Yeah, same. (laughs) It's okay that you (laughs) cried, Paris. I would would be surprised if you hadn't.
1: That's true. I do. I cry a lot. I cried a lot of things.
0: (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> but also that, yes <clears throat> But no, it was, it was touching and moving And I was at that moment also being critical Because I was trying to push through this book And I was thinking from a critical lens Rather than um, being, being allowed to immerse as much as I would have Had I not had a strict deadline <clears throat> <laughs> <sighs> So... She uh, got the information she needed. Oh, she went to go see the the Surreal to go get information on Highburn's armies and how to destroy the cauldron. And the Surreal was like, I don't know where the the army is, bitch, but I know how to stop the cauldron. It's in page uh, 420 and 69 of the book. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so Feyre returns with that information. And uh, everyone's like, Farah, you crazy bitch! I'm so upset with you. More specifically, and so she has a spat with Farah. They argue. They're upset. Farah also reunites with her sisters, and that I will say is a point where I cried. I did cry briefly after. Were they after... sleep
1: together on the floor?
0: Yes. Yeah. That brought that brought a, a, a shiny tear to my eye. My tears lined my eyes, lined with silver. As Sarah would say. Yes. So, uh. (laughs) It was sweet. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Farah goes, take it to bed. She's like, it's been a long day. It's been crazy. Surreal died. We're all sad. Next day, Moore is like, let's make up. I'm gay. (laughs) And we're like, oh, makes sense. So if you're reading the book, it it informs a lot of things, but we have not. You and I have not really touched on her um, story. And what I felt lacked in the Suriel's death, I feel like I regained in Moore's confession, which I was not really into the first time I read it. But this time, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know why I was hating. I'm not her still fault.
1: not because really, Fair is such a fucking nosy gal. She's, like, always sticking her nose where it doesn't belong, like, trying to get into other people's drama. She basically, like, forces more to kind of come out,
0: mm-hmm. which, like,
1: the term coming out, I I don't like that either. But she kind of forces more to, like, tell her about her life and, like, what she, you know, what she feels and who she is, like, before she was ready to share that. And I don't... I just think Farah should mind her own
0: business. I agree that Farah is, like pretty fucking presumptuous and she's like I don't know maybe that human heart of hers is uh, loves loves the tea as much as we do and that is a fault of her her humanity the, the humanity in her that remains but Moore also was like listen I thought you were gonna die and I was gonna be really upset if I didn't tell you this secret of mine that I've been keeping in for 500 plus years um, so like more, like, yeah, she did push her, and she was, like... I don't know, but more was also, like, belittling to Feyre, too. Feyre's high late. And uh even though she's, yeah, but like, Feyre a Yeah, also
1: 20 years old. Like, yeah. she's... She literally has just been turned into high fey. She's only 20 years old. Like, 20 human years she has lived. So it's not 20 in fey years. Like, she... She's not... I mean, she she is high lady, but like, dude, she's twenty. Like, <laughs>
0: she's yeah, really she's young. Totally. Yeah. She no, doesn't I agree. No. Yeah. I agree, but I think it the way it was written, it was convenient that Moore decided after their spat that she was ready to tell Farah and that it would have been a regret of hers if she didn't get the chance to tell Farah before Farah died. Hmm. Because she does say that. She was like, oh, I've been really upset if I didn't mean to tell you. And so I'm going to tell you now. that I like um, girls. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. More comes out. Kathy. Kathy. and Jesus. Kathy. <laughs> Katherine was injured. <laughs> She's a new character. <laughs> Cassian was injured like mofo. Uh, He was gutted specifically. And so he's still healing. So he's a little saucy. He's a little salty salty. This is also where more of him his his and um, Nesta's relationship comes out. Which gets my jiny rumbling if I do say so myself friend. (laughs) I'm so ready for that book. I am so ready to watch Cassian Buck. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Let's see that wingspan. You know what I'm saying? I'm really ready. I'm really, really (laughs) fucking excited about that. So uh, they're chatting. Everyone's chatting. Pharaoh's like, listen, I know where the stuff in the book is. And then they use their brain power to figure out where Hibern is. And uh, so they like come up with a plan and it's gonna be pretty laborious and Hibern's still got the upper hand. So Feyre is like, I need to help turn the tides. And again, even though I've been told a dozen times before not to do this, I've come up with a plan and I'm not gonna tell anyone about it. So she goes to get the Ouroboros. And that's really cool because she looks into the mirror and she sees this big old ugly ass snarling creature, which I was like, is it really so bad, Farah? Is it really that bad? Because like, <laughs> it sounds kind of cool to me. I would enjoy it. But that just means that like, if I were to look in the mirror, I would expect to find one of those things. And instead it would be like, like a, a featherless chicken or something. Just like something horrifyingly <laughs> sad. And like that would like make me go insane. Like big
1: bird, big bird without any wings or any feathers. And it know, would be like, like, this like...
0: is you. This is you, Fallon. And I would go insane. I would go insane. Yeah. Oh. It's a tragedy. <laughs> Yikes. So she gets the orboros. And so she rolls up to the bone carver. And she's like, listen, I got your mirror. And he's like, ha! Congratulations. I don't even want the mirror. I've decided that you're worthy because you went out and got it. And she's like, egg, fucking excuse me. And he's like, let's fight now. So. <laughs> That's cool, they have him on their side. Sweet, great. So they're doing, uh, they're, they're prepping. They're, they end up in the human lands, that's where the final showdown is gonna be, south of where the wall was, in the human lands, right by Feyre's village. And Reeson gives this farewell speech that, again, makes me cry. Did you cry during this speech? I,
1: I never cry. I don't know what you're talking about. God damn it, Paris. (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever remember shedding a tear once in my life.
0: Right. My stone cold killer friend.
1: (laughs) I'm basically the embodiment of Nesta. I don't know if you've noticed this about me, but that's who I am.
0: Yeah, Stone and I mean, point. even Nesta cried in the book at one point, I think. Um, and, you not know, me. You, not, <laughs> not me. I didn't cry. Never once. Oh, I've never <laughs> cried in my whole life.
1: Stupid. Continue, please.
0: <laughs> so it made me cry. It was good. <clears throat> and uh, so the armies are lining up. It's all the High Lord's armies, except for uh, Recent and Baron. They're not there. yet and uh Feyre is like surprise and she unveils Briaxis and uh, the bone carver Rhys is like impressive and he unveils the weaver who is the bone carver's sissy and uh so they've got these three baddies in the army which is dope dope as shit they're like ancient gods. They are. And they're just like, yeah, we just, you know, I need a, w- a window and he uh, needed a, <laughs> a mirror and she just needed a, a tiara. And, you know, it's the simple pleasures, guys. You're making things too complicated. It's the simple things. They're Mwah. like, you're
1: trying to free us, send us back home. I don't want that shit.
0: I just want a skylight. Okay. That's it. Have you ever thought of that? It's not that complex, friend. It's not that complex. <laughs> Idiots! You idiots. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and then Tamlin and Baron roll up, which was cool. And also, not only do they roll up, but some human armies roll up as well. One of them headed by Feyre's father. And he's been pew, gone. Pew, 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 pew. pew. Oh, in this fucking Deus Ex Machina moment of. Which just... you
1: texted me and said, I didn't know if you meant to say this, but I'm so glad. And I oh, think I you did. did. I did. Daddy Ex Machina. I was like, hell yeah, yeah.
0: That's what it is. It is. Daddy Ex Machina. He rolls up <laughs> with his human armada, which was. Sick. Also,
1: kind of a Deus Ex Machina moment when. Fera goes to retrieve Elaine from Highburn's camp, and then out of nowhere, Tamlin's like, Wow! I'm gonna take out these lizard dogs for you so that you can fly, and here's some magical wind that smells like grass to help you fly out of here. You want some lawn clippings, babe? <laughs> Yeah, and then Tamlin yeets out of there, too.
0: He does. That was awesome. I totally skipped over that part. Um, I guess it's not integral to the story, but it does show that Tamlin is not as big of a prick as we thought, and we all assume that he was just like a warmongering idiot brute. But really, he is thoughtful. He just doesn't like to share his emotions, which is not what Pharaoh wants or needs. So, yeah, Important. Yeah, that's true. It was totally... that was a badass moment. Thanks, Tamlin. Thanks for hooking us all up. And he also helps out in the end, um, which we're almost there. (laughs) We're almost to the end. So this army, it's huge. All of the high lords of Prithian, plus human armadas, and a human queen who was not killed or tainted by Hibern, but like got caught by, was sold to the sorcerer. So she's a fire, she's like a phoenix by day and a lady by night. Cool. All these homies are still not enough to face the massive forces of Hibern. So the plan is simple. You've got the Weaver. The Weaver's gonna carve a line through the hybrid forces through which Omrin and Nesta and Elaine and Feyre, all the maid bitches, are gonna roll through to hunt down the cauldron and destroy it with the information that was given to them by the cereal. And, uh, but shit goes down, you know? Shit happens. And uh, Elaine and Nesta are preoccupied. Uh, Their forces are dwindling. The cauldron, on their way up, uh, alerts Nesta. And Nesta starts vomiting everywhere, because that's what she does when the cauldron's about to boop and a bop, and she alerts Cassian by screaming his name, Bloody Murder, into the skies. And on his descent down towards his unprofessed love, uh, he leaves behind all the other, you know, thousand Illyrian soldiers that are up there fighting, and the cauldron fucking obliterates them. It just destroys them and turns them into ash, into dust. And Cassian could have been in that had our girl Nesta not saved him, and we wouldn't have a sexy book coming out January 26, 2021.
1: Uh, <clears throat> God, I can't wait.
0: I have a countdown on my phone. Oh, my God. I can't wait so uh, the cauldron is no joke. And then a second line blasts through another line of their homies. So things are, are not looking good. And uh, Feyre was like, listen, Amren, do you think you and I could uh, make it together? While the girls go do something else. And Amaran's like, hmm, yes, that sounds good. That's fine. We don't need them. And Nesta's like, cool, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a distraction for the King of Highburn. So he's not walking around the cauldron so you guys can go, you know, fix it. Deal with that shit. Well, I go with Cassian to go distract the King of Highburn. So that's the plan. And then there's more like parting words that make you cry and you're like, don't do it but you know we have to do it we have to do it baby so Amrin and Farah are crawling up towards the uh, cauldron and then with the king of Hyburn sniffs Nesta he like yeets over to her and so Feyre lashes onto the cauldron, but then the cauldron like whoop, sucks her up. And so she's like viewing, she's like her spirit is in the cauldron, she's viewing through the eyes of the cauldron. The cauldron's spirit goes out and like canvasses around looking for Nesta as well. Until they find Nesta, and so they're just like watching in HD, uh, 4K <laughs> HD, what's happening with Nesta in the woods. Facing the King of Hybern, and so Nesta's like goading him, and she's like, "Come on, baby, let's party!" King of Hybern <laughs> uh, yeets right at her, and he pretty much destroys Cassian's body, and Nesta shook, and so she's like, "There's, you know, she obliterates him, or tries to, with her powers." That we didn't really know what was going on with those. but whatever she had taken from the cauldron explodes. Outwardly, but she doesn't hit him. Then she takes the scraps of her power and yeets him in the chest with it, just like, oh, and she, like Superman style, busts him through the woods. Uh, and then her <laughs> and Cassian share their first smooch. Mm, so Delicious. good, We love to see. And when the King of Hybern finally like dusts himself off and like saunters back over to them, she like covers Cassian's body with hers, which like, I never could like picture that in any graceful way, but I guess it's not supposed to be graceful, but it was always like kind of an awkward thing for me to read of her, like, I don't I just... I didn't know what way King was coming from and, like, where Cassian was. So, like, well, do you think if, she's like, like, her straddling ass was in him? his face. No.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, she's probably, like, I... leaning beside him and then just, like, leaning her torso over his chest.
0: Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Or she's, like, on top of him and she's, just, like, like sitting on Star starfishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is just sitting on his face. Ah, which yeah and he's like can we get this that I... in
1: the new book sarah can you include that in our new in our nessian book oh
0: my god <laughs> yes just plop it on his face hell Slide yeah you know that... like a credit card <gasps> oh my god <laughs> mm. can can you illustrate her uh having that little dangly dang in the back of her throat being touched yeah can we have that can we God, have that, please? Prayers. Prayers go up to the mother. <laughs> and uh, King of Hybern approaches. He's about to kill Nesta until whoa, pff, Elaine shanks him through the throat with Azrael's sword. He's dying. Nesta rolls over Cassian. She takes the sword. She jiggles it around in his neck until she saws his fucking head off. She holds his head in her hands and she's like, nice. Sheetie so like high five. Yeah, they like kick his head around like a ball. Yeah, they play soccer like, for a bit. They do volleyball. They're like, oop, oop, <laughs> spiking it uh, on a pike. Um, <clears throat> and so the cauldron's like, I have seen enough. Thank you very much cauldron kind of slithers back into its place and Pharaoh goes back into her body and she's like <gasps> that was crazy what was that and Amren's like it's about to get more crazy Amren has betrayed her Amren doesn't know how the fuck to destroy the cauldron without sacrificing something severely the surreal pointed her to a spell that would Unbind her body and then restore her to her original raw power form through which she could destroy the armies. And that is exactly what fucking happens. So disembodied Amrin through the spell that favor chance, because she's a conduit on the cauldron, she yeets into the air. She's like this big old massive fire bird being, critter, spirit. Washing over the armies of Highburn and she's beating the shit out of people and they're burning and she expels all of her energy doing this. She is nothing but a little spark on the ocean by the time she flows through the armies and through the armada. Everyone's sad, Varian especially, because her and Varian, Prince of the Summer Court, were fucking. And she has this awesome speech at the end, through which I also cried, and she was like, uh, I never knew how humans loved, but I, I kind of felt like I could learn with you, babe. <laughs> and then she goes and um, obliterates her own fucking body, which is cool. What a G. What a homie. But there's still a problem, even after all that carnage. The cauldron is broken, yes, but it's got this big old black hole that's starting to devour the earth. And so while her friends have been saved, the whole planet is about to get eaten, eventually eaten and devoured by this hole that is left, this gaping maw, if you will. So Feyre is like, well, we gotta fucking fix that. Reason shows up after showing his beast form, which we saw, everyone was in beast form. Um, Paris, my note on that was it reminded me of Howell. From Howl's Moving Castle. I imagined uh, Rhesen's beast form to be like Howl's. Damn. You know?
1: I imagine it like... I mean, but Howl's pretty feathery. Like Recent is, yeah. like we discussed last week, big ball skin. <laughs> so... I imagine You're right. more so like so maybe less
0: plumage, less plumage big fucking How bat bird it?
1: thing. But then like it's hard in my brain I guess to I mean obviously recent doesn't look like the ator but like it's hard for me to differentiate that because the ator is like this big evil bat man.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: but like recent's also got those big old bat wings, but he's probably like an ethereal beautiful bat bird.
0: Maybe he has like the body of the Ator, but then like more scales because I imagine the Ator to be pure ball skin. And Reason's know? more dragon like. Dragon-like. He is more dragon like, but also like in the shape of a panther. I also felt like. Because he has wings, but he's like, I feel like kind of like on all fours at the same time with big talons and paws. Damn. So, you know, I like, like that a lot i like that i like that, that back. <laughs> <laughs> i like it too i like it too yeah so reason shows up and he's like what's going on she's like we got to fix this he's like cool well let's um let's bind it together she's like we don't have any magic left we've depleted ourselves and he's like come on what's the worst that can happen so uh, they do it. They're binding it together. It's happening. It's happening. Happening. Reason's like, I love you. And she's like, mm, we're binding this shit. We're fixing the world. And he's like, I love you. And they bind it. And she looks behind her. And that motherfucker dead. He dead he's as dead fuck. Dead as Reason, fuck. He dead as fuck. D-E-D. first time you it. Dead. de Dead yeah, what duck. were you going
1: to say about the first time you read it? Because I have a feeling I'm going to agree with you.
0: The first time you read it, that shit hurts like a motherfucker.
1: Holy crap. I have never cried. The first time and that's you the, read it. that was the only time I ever shed half a tear. <sighs>
0: <laughs> of all the times I've never cried, <laughs> that was the only time I kind of cried at least a little bit. I
1: felt a prick in my eye. And thought, "Ooh, what's that?" And then I pushed it down.
0: My eyes lined with silver, but I just blinked it back. I just, I just sucked nice. back the moisture back into my sinuses.
1: <laughs> I grit my teeth and I refuse to let any moisture come out.
0: Pimps don't cry. <laughs> That's right. So, if you ever did cry, um. Usually the first time you read that scene, that's, that's when you cry. You cry. You cry like a little bitch, like all of us. We cry over reason. We mourn reason. And Farah cries too. Farah notices that um, this big gaping hole in her chest is there. It's what used to be the mating bond between her and reason. So she is beside herself. She is inconsolable. She's like, fucking fix it. Y'all, you fixed me. Fix him. Fix him now. Do it. Fix him. And so they do. All of the high bo- lords, high boards. I thought you were going to say <laughs> all high, the high boys. boys. <laughs> high boys. All of the high boys. They, uh, they drop a little kernel of their power into his throat, And all that's left is Tamlin. She's like, please, motherfucker, I will give you anything. And I was surprised because that was kind of an opportunity to, for him to be like, we smash one last time? question Be I mean, like, you come back to the but spring this court. Still-
1: <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I said for him to
0: say, you come back to the spring court. Spring <laughs> court. It was, you know, that was his opportunity to get his to get his revenge. Fuck, you know, and but this is a YA novel. This is a young adult novel, even though it should not be. Um, So that does not happen. Teetering
1: on, like, you know, how we said before that young adult is from like twelve to twenty one. This is on the higher end.
0: Yeah. This is like um, your your twenty first birthday is tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I resent that shit, because I read these when I was 19, and I just realized I lied before when we had that, well, I didn't intentionally lie, but when we talked to your mom on the podcast, I said, like, this is the first age, or the first time I've ever read a book where I've been the same age as the heroine, and I think, actually, Mm. that is true, because when I read these, I would have been 20, and then I had turned 21 before... Feyre turned 20 in the books so like Mm. we were almost the same age so I don't think it was fair for me to say that I've never read a book and been the same age as the character because we were very close
0: in age. It's okay Paris. It's okay. I'm sorry I didn't
1: mean to lie to your mom
0: (laughs) I feel bad. I didn't mean to lie to your mom. (laughs) I didn't mean to lie to your mama Um, I don't think um, Rachel is, is worried about that at all, Paris. He didn't say anything super scathing, you know. It's okay. It's really just a minor error. (laughs) A minor error that does not affect her at all. Really. Um,
1: Anywho, (laughs) Reese is
0: dead. He's dead. He's dead. And uh, Tamlin, instead of, uh, you know, claiming that puss, finally, he just says, be happy, Feyre, and chucks his, uh, Goobers, his she shining sperm on the He just comes a little bit and comes on Reason's face. And then Reason is alive again, eventually. And he's like, not only am I alive, I've also brought back Omrin. And she's waiting in the cauldron for someone to pull her out. Which I love how he says that. like, guess he's like someone
1: way. come fish Omrin out of the cauldron. Like she's just kind of stewing in there. And she like comes out like a wet rat. <laughs> just like just wetting like down. Yeah.
0: Remy straight out of the sewer. Well, I
1: imagine her as like, um, you know, have you ever seen a wet cat? Yes. They look so pissed. And they're like yeah. super skinny because all their fur has like been wetted down. And and that's what I imagine Omrin looked like when they pulled her out.
0: And I imagine they pulled her out with like a big yeah. hook not described but implied again once again you just know if you're a reader if you're a real fan you know you know that there's a hook there and they just sucked her out and she just squelched on the ground like a tiny cat delicious yeah yeah um no but Reese Reese opens his eyes and he's like anyone can cook and then he's like someone go get Omrin because she's in the kitchen uh, and so yeah kind of a happy happy ending uh, and they're like oh, Marin, what happened how did this happen and Reese is like well I was on my way to the afterlife and I saw her on her way and I just kind of reached out my hand and was like hey you want to come back you want to come wanna party come- some more you want to come party <laughs> and her soul was like yeah okay alright and so that's that was that on that on that
1: and everyone lives happily ever after and no one dies which is so nice
0: yeah except for the king of hyburn
1: and pharah's dad they get bopped
0: yeah they do get bopped oh yeah i forgot about that that he uh yeah the king of hyburn when he met with nesta the reason the thing that he was using to like coax her was her father, and since Pharaoh was watching in 4K HD, she also got to watch her papa get snapped in the neck region. So, yeah, he got yeeted, and they had a little vigil at the end for him. Mm-hmm. Then the sisters went in the woods and threw some flowers on him and groomed him, and Pharaoh said a prayer, which I was like, wow, is this the prayer that I will read over my mother's body? <laughs> Kind of morbid, but true. I feel you know? like she would
1: want that, though. I feel like she That's would That's what like I was that. thinking.
0: That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. So I was like, huh, I'll have to... Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, some other minor shit happens, but it's it's not really that big of a deal.
1: But at the end, Feyre and Reesend fly into the night.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while she's wearing lingerie. Hell yeah, and a sexy nightgown. Yeah, I know. I'm jealous. God
1: damn it. I know.
0: Hey, Editing Fallon here. Thank you so much for listening to Fantasy Time. This episode ran a little bit longer than expected. So in order to keep our episodes under two hours, go ahead and check out the rest of this conversation in the next episode. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Time Podcast or shoot us an email at fantasy time podcast at gmail.com okay bye we have Faye bane
1: ground up in powder and we put it in your apple (laughs) and then we watched you eat it